Bavakama, Perik Dalad of Mishnah Zion, 4-7, and we continue to discuss the obligations of formally trying and executing an animal that intentionally killed the Jew. So that part, which we read before, repeatedly refers to the Baal, or the Baalav, the owners of the, or the owner of the, um, the cow that did the killing. So the question is, what happens if, in a normal sense, in a conventional sense, the cow doesn't have a ball, doesn't have an owner. So then, is it still subject to that penal, that that death penalty? So uh, the Tanakam and Allah will say yes, it is. And in that parsha talking about the shor niskal, the uh, word shor, ox, appears seven times. So the first time, it's of course necessary for its own purposes. The other six understood to be um, coming to add cases where the even though the ox doesn't have a ball. Um, where you might have thought it doesn't have a ball, or that's not applicable because it requires a ball. Nevertheless, that ox as well is subject to this death penalty. So here are those six um, cases that you might have thought um, the cow is exempt, but it's not exempt. It says, Shor Ha'isha, if the cow were owned by a woman. Now, since Baal kind of could imply a man, a husband, like a male, um, this is telling you it's not the case. Even if it's a woman, it doesn't matter. It's subject to the same execution. Shorha Yasomim, or if the cow is owned by orphans, again, these orphans you might have thought they're children, not subject to the same requirements. Shorha Petropus, even if you did appoint a trustee to oversee the estate of these children, and therefore there's, you know, um, um, someone is put there to sort of protect the children, to look out for their interests, and, you know, obviously the, the losers here, economically speaking, uh, are the owners of the cow. So the children are losing here. You might have thought, therefore, they would be exempt for some reason. No, they're not exempt. Their cow, if it kills intentionally, has to get um, executed. Shorha Midbar, this is like a feral cow, a cow that's like uh, gone wild and just, it's ownerless, running around there in the hills. Again, there's no formal owner here, no bal, but it's still subject to the same requirements. Shor Hektesh, or if the cow is owned by the base of Mikdash, again, no formal owner in the conventional sense, like, so to speak, God of the base of Mikdash is the owner. Doesn't matter. It's subject. And finally, Shor Hager, if you have an ox that was the property of a ger, a convert, Shemes Vein Lo Yorshem. If that convert died and leaves over no heirs, so then the cow now reverts to essentially being an ownerless, ownerless cow, it doesn't matter, it's still subject to uh, the execution. Now, this last case, the point is that when it comes to a Jew, so every Jew on planet Earth um, has heirs. As my father used to say, where there's a will, there's a relative. Uh, but in the case of Jews, certainly there's somebody in the family true who would be the heir, however distant. But when a person converts, so he is like a katan, shnola dummy. It's like a, he's like a newborn person, meaning, halachly speaking, um, his parents aren't his halachly parents anymore. Um, and therefore, there's a very possibility that if the person doesn't have children, or if he converted after he had children, that his children are not his heirs, not Medoraisa for sure. And that being the case, you might have thought, um, this cow has no owner, it's gone to the wild, it's not subject, incorrect. If you'll ask, wait a second, how is Shor HaMidbar different than Shor, the ox of a ger who converted? The answer is, um, it really isn't. It's the same thing. The, different, the, the thought is there's two separate stages. You could have um, a cow which had an owner, the convert, but then by the time you bring the cow to justice in the, in the Bezdin, already the owner has died, so you that's like one level of Chiddush, that, oh, it's still subject to Misa. The second one, one even a bigger Chiddush, is if 
the cow never had an owner, um, so it's and it's still considered to be subject, notwithstanding the word Baal, and we're learning both things out because we need six separate cases for the six extra times the word shore is used, um, let's call it, you know, superfluously. Rebuta disagrees. Rebuta Omer, he says, no, the word shore is nothing to be nothing to be made of those extra use of the word shore in the psukim, and therefore we take the verses on face value, and animals that don't have a owner are not subject to um, the possibility of execution. That being the case, Shorha Midbar, the ownerless feral wild cow, Shor Hektish, a cow that belongs to the base of Mikdash, and Shorha Gersha Mace, and the cow that belonged to a convert who then died, leaving no heirs, those cows have no Baal, and therefore Paturmina Misa, the Fisha Ainlem Baalim, they're exempt from execution because they don't have owners, as stipulated by the Pasuk, and that's Rabbi Yehuda learns. However, the Halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda like the Tanakama, so indeed, all six of those cases, um, it doesn't matter if a cow, meaning all cases, if a cow, or any other animal for that matter, could be a chicken, intentionally uh, harms another Jew and they die, then then there's a formal trial, and the upshot of that trial, assuming that the cow was, I'll call it, convicted with the witnesses and so on, is that the cow, whatever the animal is, is put to death.